1: or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, feel free to scroll on down to the radio section of the page. You can check out past shows, and you can subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with topics for future shows, questions about today's show, or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. Now, when it comes to preparing for retirement, the marketing materials we're all bombarded with on a daily basis almost always depicts a life of complete leisure and relaxation. And I don't care if you're 25 or 45, one of those will sneak their way through the mail to you even when you're younger. Now travel, you know, reading a mystery novel, lying in a hammock, cannonballs in the pool, the grandkids, you've seen all these things, you know, the ones I'm talking about. But an increasing number of people I work with and I talk to, they're telling me that they're interested in slowing down their career, but not giving it up entirely. Now, in some cases, it's because they want the income. In other cases, it's simply because they're in good health. And the worry that a full retirement may leave them bored and restless, or even headed down the road to bad health from the you know some level of inactivity. Now, during today's show, we're going to highlight some of the ways you may be able to slow down a bit once you hit retirement age without completely leaving the world of work. But before we get into that topic, let me. Re- I'd just love to introduce the king of slowing down, Tony Shore. <laughs> oh come on. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, wait, that came out wrong. The king of I meant slowing you were the king down. Of the co- you were the king of co-hosting a show on slowing down. I stumbled over the it. The key Tony. of slowing down. Tony, how oh, are yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was for sure a mistake. Um, yeah. <laughs> you didn't do that on purpose or anything because... Of... Yes, I'm slowing down. Um, Okay. Uh, <laughs> God, God bless you, Matt, and thanks for coming in today. I appreciate that. In the words yeah. of St. Thomas Aquinas, we'd really appreciate it. Um, uh, so this sounds like you've uh, whipped up a good one for us today. Uh, it sounds like a fun topic. And I think that so many people out there, Matt, are doing this. I mean, this has become a, a trend. It's increasingly common for people to um, retire but stay working part-time or become a consultant. So, And I think probably, and I'm sure you agree, you see it more than I do. You're, you're in the trenches when it comes to retirement, but uh, it's probably because people are living longer. And so when they're ready to retire or at least hit typical retirement age, they're healthier and uh, they have more vitality. So they're able to do things and keep working a little
1: longer is, do you think that's it? Yeah. Well, I think that's a huge part of it. Let's, you know, we were talking before and without divulging the personal information, We still feel young, right? We're certainly not kids. Well, we're not. We're
0: not kids, but I I feel young. I'm not getting any
1: older. That's for sure. Yeah, 60s the new 40. Right. Well,
0: I'm not there. We're not there yet. Let's get. No, but I'm just
1: saying, 60s the new 40. I look forward to turning 60 to be 40 again. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's (laughs) right. I look forward to turning 60 so I can be 40 again because 60s the new 40. I get it. Yes. So, I see what you but, did there. I had to well, work but, it out. I had to yeah. I had to talk it out, but I get it. Yeah.
1: Sometimes it's super meta, but... <laughs>
0: meta. Oh wow. Wow. Okay. Throwing the word meta around like you're Jeff Bezos or something.
1: <laughs> no. I isn't it? Uh it's the, the other, other guy, isn't it? Yeah, the other Yeah. Whatever his name is. Zuckerberg. <laughs> Zuckerberg. Anyway. Anyway. I get him so... confused.
0: I I get the megalomaniacs
1: confused that's a nicer name than I have for him. (laughs) But, uh, anyway, (laughs) yeah, I, I do listen. There's so many people, they're getting a retirement age. like, I'm not ready to check out of this yet. I still got plenty of time left here. And while it may be the company to kind of help them retire or semi-retire to, you know, free up some salary money for younger, newer employees, sure. They may not want to get rid of them. So there's some, there was an article, there's an Investopedia article, The Rise of the Semi-Retired Life. It's got some useful insights for us. Uh, I've got some useful insights dealing with this on a relatively regular basis. So, yeah, I bet. And, you know, the decision to move forward that semi rather than full retirement, for a lot of people, it's dollars and cents. Sometimes it's fear of not working or fear of no money. You know, There's so many things, but a lot. Of, big big one is money. And yeah. for people whose only source of reliable retirement income is social security, uh, that that's tough. That's that, that could be, you know, that, but again, it's often a lot more about money. Uh, the, there was a charitable pew charitable trust study. 31% of retired women and 40% of retired men said they work part time simply because they want to. Hmm. So, you know, it's not always just about the dollars and cents. That's true. But you know, life expectancies have gone up. You know, if you don't have, unfortunately, I don't want me know, mean to make light of it, but if you don't have an opiate addiction, your, your life expectancy is higher than it was 20 years ago. It's true. And so it's really nudged a lot of people to change how they think about retirement. It's even nudged how we plan for retirement. You know, we plan uh, financial plans. We plan on people living longer and longer than ever before. So, um, you know, a lot of people, the idea of retiring at 65 and then living another 20 or 25 years with much less to do every day, that's just unappealing.
0: Well, it is, and and that hits home for me, Matt, because I, I know uh, there are folks out there who just can't wait to retire because they're burned out at their job, they're looking for a break, but I think so many people now genuinely enjoy their work and find purpose in it, or once they retire, they want to find a different job that they enjoy or that relates to a hobby they have and uh, i think not only that at least for me people in uh, my my reason to keep working and as long as my voice holds out i'm doing the show with you no matter how oh, old, that's good to know no matter how old we get we're doing the show every week uh until our voices give out because i enjoy the social aspect of engaging with coworkers and uh even talking with you matt i even enjoy that <laughs> You do? I mean, yeah that's I know it That's comes amazing. as a shock. Yeah, it is crazy. But um I, I think once people fully retire, they're gonna find fewer opportunities for socialization. And that sometimes brings
1: them back to the workforce, right? Yeah, especially you.
0: Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. We we're just making a lot of fun of every other today. We gotta get it all in because folks, whether you know whether you realize it or not, this is the last show before the Christmas and New Year's holidays. So we're taking a little time off. So we've got to get our jabs in because we're not going to see and talk to each other for a little bit. So (laughs) we do uh, hope you can hang hang through us teasing each other throughout the show. (laughs) Um, No, absolutely. Yeah, there's it it can be unappealing just not having those things to do, um, not having that socialization. Uh, uh, There's another really interesting stat from the article. Seventy seven percent of respondents said their health was so good, they didn't have any restrictions as to the kind of work they could do. Wow. So, yeah, I think, again, tells you how retirement's changing, how we're taking care of ourselves is changing. It's also changing demographics of the workforce. There's not as many manufacturing jobs. You know, there's people are, a lot of people are way more into staying fit longer in life and eating right. And so, you know, while our life expectancy is going up, so is the what we're able to do as we get older. Wait,
0: I'm supposed Um, to
1: be eating right? Shoot. Oh, don't worry about that. Part Shoot, somewhere. I miss uh, yeah. <laughs> now, when it comes to working during semi-retirement, part-time role, probably the easiest step. Uh, have a conversation with your current employer. A, a lot of them have interest in keeping you on staff at reduced hours. And if they say no, put your skills and experience out to the open market. There you there go. May, yeah, there's a lot available right now. Yeah. Yeah, there, there
0: really is. And I would think that a lot of uh, businesses and organizations out there are going to be willing to be flexible in effort to keep an employee that has significant skills and experience to keep them on the payroll, even though they're older because of the experience.
1: Yeah. I, but, you know, even from an employer side, I, I, there's a lot of st- st- behind this. Sometimes you want to help your older employees retire because it reduces your payroll. You can hire somebody younger that you're training. You have to put some effort in, but some of the stuff they're doing can be replicable at a lower rate. If they may be very amenable to you going part-time, still having all your skill set there. And I'm just defining that difference between on the payroll and what it actually does to the payroll. If you're a an employer listening to this show, consider talking to, you know, consider that when that employee comes to you. It is reducing your payroll. You have you have the chance to open up some of that money uh, and get some new blood into the company while still having all that experience. Now, another way to continue using the experience you have, consulting. A lot of companies are constantly on the lookout for people who can come in, temporary, part-time basis, to help on projects, redesigns more. Best part for you, you can set your hours, you can set your work days. and If you're interested in consulting work, make sure you don't have any active non-compete contracts with your current or former employees. Uh, those can be a barrier to working as a consultant. Um, although there's often a lot of times as an employer, you find out they're not as enforceable as you wish they were. So that's that's something to keep in mind. You don't want to have to go through that battle.
0: Right. And I think this is a good time to remind our listeners that, Hey, if you're nearing retirement and are considering working part-time or being a consultant, You really need to be working closely with a financial services professional like yourself, Matt. Uh, You need to devise a strategy that's going to utilize that income that you're going to make, also while providing the flexibility that, hey, once you reach that point where you do want
1: to fully retire, you're able to do it. Yeah, great point, Tony. You, you're just so full. You're like a fountain of information. I'm full of something. You were going to say I'm full, full of it today. I think. Yeah, you're like the radio Yoda. <laughs> yeah, the podcasting yeah. Yoda. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so another way to continue working a little in retirement, also while calling your own shots, start a small business. You know, don't disregard the idea you might be able to take a passion or hobby and turn it into a moneymaker, whether it's something like giving golf or scuba diving lessons or putting your carpentry skills to work. There's so many options out there that can keep you engaged while also putting a few bucks into your pocket. Heck, there was a guy I knew he just did the most random job. Some people would come and he just changed their light bulbs and make money every day. You know, you just be a man doing things you've always done around your house and make a semi-retired living out of it. Not a bad idea. And there's the hundreds more like it.
0: Well, yeah, there you go. I love that. And you know, I think the goal again of, of working part-time in retirement is, is about engagement uh, more than money. So Uh, again, I said this at the beginning of the show, utilize a favorite hobby. Like you say, I think that's a great solution.
1: Yeah. And let me make one last point on this one. If you're pondering semi-retirement, sit down with your planner, adequately address its potential impact on your income, your taxes, social security, your healthcare plans. You're going to want to know how that plays out over the long run.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, that's true. And, and I think that's a, that's a, a good point. I'm glad you made it. Now, let's keep this thing rolling. You've been talking about how we can embrace semi rather than full retirement, stay engaged, continue generating income. And uh, with regard to conversations that I bet you've had with your own clients, uh, I know uh, you've seen this
1: semi-retirements are becoming popular. So what's next? Okay, so about that semi-retirements, I've also spoken to a lot of people who take advantage of seasonal employment opportunities. Now, working seasonally allows you to make some extra money while fully controlling when, how, where you work. So there was a U.S. News and World Report article and it talked about 11 seasonal jobs for retirees. It provides a number of useful ideas for seasonal work. First tip, customer service jobs. So during the holidays, a lot of need, retailers need additional help manning the phones to answer customer questions, deal with complaints. As you know, my company's located in Connecticut. I try to spend most of my time in Maine. Maine has a really great retailer, and I don't mind mentioning them uh, by name, L.L. Bean. Uh, they are so busy this time of year. They always hire seasonal help around the holidays. And one of the bonuses, employee discounts. And you get to hot, shop at the employee store. So not only are you making seasonal income, but if you like the company you're working for and you use their products, holy moly, you get to make out on both ends. So, um, and the other thing, a lot of these customer service roles now, sometimes remote might, mm. you might not even need to leave your house anymore to, to answer the phones, to sell things from catalog orders.
0: Well, yeah, there you go. And I, I, uh, I, I know that that's, you can do things inside, uh, working with customers over the phone, I think is a tough gig for some folks, but Obviously, doing it from
1: home would make that whole thing a lot easier. It can be a tough gig. It's one of those jobs I had when I was younger, and you know, it's, me too. It's definitely not for everyone. No, no. Um, but you know, it is a it's a great route to make some. You know, if again, just seasonal. Now we're talking about retailers. A lot of them also need temporary workers in the physical store. So maybe the phone isn't your deal. Maybe you don't like talking on the phone at all, even the people you like, right? So how about stocking shelves, working the registers, helping customers find items? You know, maybe pace can be hectic, but it lets you work for several weeks, good hourly wage, once the holidays are over, go right back to your slower pace retirement. And you get a little, you know, exercise, your stress level up for a little bit, which is always good for you to test yourself. Now, outside of the holidays, there's other places, resorts, those provide ample opportunity for seasonal work. You know, golf courses, they need extra employees in the summertime for maintenance, food, clubhouse, um, or maybe, you know, vacation spots, small towns on lakes. They, you know, a lot of the restaurants and stores around there often need extra staff during the summer months and wintertime, you know, maybe you, you like skiing, try and pick up a job at Slipside and get some free tickets.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, I like that. I like the idea of getting free tickets and, you know, I, I think that, um, I, in fact, I know a couple, uh, Matt, they have an RV and what they like to do is uh, in the summertime and peak tourist season, they like to go to a tourist friendly place or community uh work there to earn some money and then they hit the road at their own pace after labor day since they're retired and i think
1: that's a good strategy for some people in retirement wicked smart as they'd say in new england wicked smart (laughs) now yeah listen so seasonal i think that's a great idea there's some other ideas we might touch on real quick but one before i want to lose the thought package delivery oh yeah i mean especially now right everybody's ordering things by package yep um maybe it's amazon or groceries or instacart things like that their flexibility there's some decent pay uh get you up and out of the house for a few hours and a lot of them you can choose which ones you're actually doing you know so you can and and the times you do it yeah
0: exactly and i think that uh, when i think about the number of deliveries i see uh, every single day to all the houses in my neighborhood, Matt. And I've said this probably before, but uh, I always note it's funny. The neighbors and I are standing out talking, and we we see the UPS truck turn down. Used to be, we used to say, "Oh, whose house is who's going to get the package? Who's he going to stop at?" He goes around, and because I live in a cul-de-sac, and there's eight or nine houses on the cul-de-sac, so. It's always, it was always fun to see, okay, who's getting a package today? And he'd stop at a house, drop off a package, leave. And we always say, oh, Dan over there got a package. Well, now we don't do that anymore because the UPS truck or, or FedEx or post truck nice packages. Day. Yeah. They, they, they turned down the cul-de-sac. They hit every single
1: house yeah it was the always cul-de-sac. a big deal remember it was a yeah. big deal when that brown truck came rolling through the neighborhood ooh, when who's you were getting a, kid. a pa- i wonder what they're getting wonder what you they're know, getting they're so
0: lucky <laughs> yeah getting a package was like oh they now got something delivered yeah, yeah. now it, now it could be anything now it's like uh oh yeah it's uh filters for the dryer it's like what <laughs> like, yeah, it's like every day groceries, every single day, every single house gets at least one package on our cul-de-sac. So, uh, the, the, uh, the fun in that is over, uh, because everybody's getting everything delivered, but imagine the number of jobs and drivers. I
1: mean, That's a good imagine the number of jobs in your neighborhood that are available. Passing out shop local pamphlets. (laughs) That's true. true. Uh,
0: Again, not a job. I think that, you know, we're not saying that's a fun job for you, but.
1: Just say so. How about this one? You just talked about being outside watching the trucks come in. Now, maybe warm sunshine's appealing and it is to most people. How about a few weeks of work in an orchard? or oh yeah near, uh, near a beach right how about orchards when the crops are ripe, they generally need a lot of temporary employees it can be a little tough you are going to be working overhead a lot you'll sure. be outside though you'll be getting exercises you're engaged with other people and some really good farms you know they let you get the sample what you pick ah nice
0: and, and then that kind of ties in if you're into that rving lifestyle uh, if that aligns well you go to tourist spots uh, maybe you know beautiful locations where there's orchards. Spend a few weeks picking fruit. That sounds yeah. good. Yeah, I wonder.
1: You know, go to Napa Valley and pick some grapes. Nice, nice. nice. See, take something a like couple yeah. of
0: bottles of wine with you. You know, get See paid in
1: wine. <laughs> yeah, if, you got a, I, if I was semi-retired, I would take that payment. Sure. Oh yeah, uh, I'd do it now. Who are we kidding? Yeah. Um. Now, and you know, we we're talking about this. If if you like getting the RV thing, it, especially if you can drive an RV and you d- and you still like getting behind the wheel, work maybe working as a driver here and there is yeah. an option. Yeah, you can just drive like delivery, prom yeah. or wedding season. Uh, some states do require a chauffeur license for that, or you know, and or maybe a bigger license, CDL, or something above and beyond your RV license. But if you're used to driving a big rig like that, you probably. How about school bus drivers? Every school oh. district needs. School bus oh, drivers. There's Our district is a mess. Yeah. Everywhere. And maybe the daily route doesn't appeal to you. You can still do things like special events or field trips. And, uh, you know what the, one of the bonuses to that could be, Tony, I'll give you a guess. I bet you get it right too.
0: free admission, uh, to like, if yeah. you get zoo, you know, if you take a group of kids on a field trip to a zoo or a museum or a theater, uh, or park, you get a ticket to go inside and enjoy it yourself. That'd be fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think so. And kind of in that, uh, outside vein that we were talking about before national parks, we've talked about this in other things, uh, but our country's incredible national parks are super busy in the summer. Yeah. You know, especially if you have like a degree in sciences, natural sciences, botany, you know, all sorts of things you might be able to get a seasonal job out in the field at a park, but maybe you don't have that kind of degree. You might still be able to find work in the park, hotel, restaurant shops, so there's a lot of options there too. Right.
0: Well, and I think that, uh, that's, that's really important. Uh, I love national parks and you know, my wife worked summers uh, during college during her summer break, she worked out at uh, glacier national park out in mm-hmm. Montana and she would work there each summer. And wow. Talk about great. You get to go hiking, enjoy that work, earn money and enjoy one of the most beautiful national parks. And so Uh, I know that now you see more retirees doing it than you do college students uh, at National Park. So I think that makes perfect sense. And I know that's a big area that a lot of people like to enjoy when they're seniors. Uh, They like traveling, drive the RV to that National Park, stay the summer, work, and then, you know, uh, head out and uh, drive around, go to another one, work there. So, uh you know, spending the summer working in a national park, regardless of the job you're doing there, I think that sounds like a blast. Oh,
1: my gosh, it does Now, how about this? I have a lot of clients and friends and myself love spending time in the garden. How about try and work it in a nursery part time? Again, nurseries spring through the you know middle of summer, super busy. Uh, they need temporary workers, so If you have a green thumb, you enjoy working directly with people. You should put this one on your list of possibilities. And don't forget, again, like a lot of these places, if you get a job doing something that you're heavily involved in and enjoy as a hobby or part of your lifestyle, you may be getting discounts on a lot of these things. So not only are you semi-retired and still have some form of income, but you also have some discounts on the things you really enjoy doing. So you're saving some money there as well. Yeah.
0: Well, it seems like just about every town, even a small towns have some kind of nursery. So that is a good
1: option. Yeah. Uh, lawn care, you know, especially if you have a green thumb, it's, it can be heavy work, but it will get you outside again, exercising with other people, uh, pays usually generally pretty competitive. I know there's quite a few landscaping companies around here that offer 401ks. Wow. Uh, so it can certainly help you with your retirement budget as well.
0: Oh yeah. Well, you've you've covered a lot of great things, and I know we're talking about. Uh, we've been talking about a, a semi-retired lifestyle. I know you you live a semi-charmed life, uh, <laughs> and we're talking about semi-retired lifestyles. So, uh, close, close. Uh, we can't close. all live the semi-charmed life that
1: you do, Matt. Well, um, I'm lucky to be surrounded by a bunch of wonderful people. You are.
0: You are. And it's nice to say that about your sister, Gretchen. I know you meant her in particular.
1: In particular. Yeah. (laughs) Nearly specifically.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. Well, it's been a great show, but we got to wrap up. We're out of time. Matt, why don't you let our listeners before we go know how to get a hold of you to get a plan in place so they can enjoy retirement and travel a bit and do this type of thing?
1: I will. I'll let you know. It's really simple. You can call 800- 339-9252. 339 9252 you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com uh you know when you first visit uh, that first visit there's no cost there's no obligation uh it's complimentary we're not going to push in anything we just talk about what it is we do ha- help answer what questions you have what it is you want to do and then we tell you what is we do and how we could help uh if you want to work with us great most important thing is you find someone to work with. But even more importantly than that, over these next two weeks here, uh, I really hope you find the time, the space in your life to take a few deep breaths and enjoy this, the you know, the peace, the, the love of this holiday season, the relaxation, the comfort of your loved ones around you. Uh, find some time to understand each other a little better. I made the mistake of going online the other day and boy, are people mad at each other. Did yeah, you know that?
0: Yeah. Don't do that. I knew that. And, uh, and, uh, I, I think that's uh, a great advice, uh, and, uh, just a great sentiment uh, to really let's all get along. Let's enjoy each other and our friends and family, uh, over this time, as we look forward to the new year, I think that's really great, Matt and a great show. Once again, Listeners, that does it for today's episode of A Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252